Welcome to me again, week 17, Good Problems, and it was an absolutely amazing week. I did a lot of yoga, I started a new diet, oh, also I got fired. And if you want to hear about it, you can check it out on this week's episode of Me Again, a self-help podcast about helping myself. Hey everybody, it's me again, and it was a really weird day. Not good or bad in particular, just very weird because, like, I feel like I'm in, like, this weird quantum state where I'm both sick and not sick at the exact same time because, like, an hour will pass and I'll be like, oh, I'm good, I'm not sick anymore, and then suddenly I go, like, almost puke in the bathroom and I'm like, oh, I I am sick? I, I, I don't know. So that was one weird feeling. I also slept entirely too long. Like, um, the clock was covered up, so I couldn't see what time it was, so I woke up and Emily goes, okay, um, are you, you gotta come in here? And I'm like, maybe in a minute, baby, because I'm real sick. She goes, okay, well, it's pretty late, you've been sleeping for a while, and I'm like, oh, it's probably like 11 or noon. No, it was 2 in the afternoon. I woke up at like 10, laid in my sick sorrow for a few, then fell back asleep and then slept until 2. So that wasn't a good vibe, and then I actually got to spend some good family time, me and CJ beat Luigi's Mansion, finally. I also figured out how to put parental lock on his uh, Switch so he doesn't play too long, because that boy will play that Switch for entirely too long, so now I now I know how to stop him through the power of Nintendo. <laughs> Uh, did that, went outside, so we actually got to go play outside for a few, which was really fun. Then came home and did a lot of work, and I will talk about that when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for today? And today I'm grateful for something I literally just found, and it is the dumbest thing I've ever seen on the planet, and it's Steve-O's... Steve-O hosts a show, I don't know what it's on or where you can find it. I just know I saw a video of it on Twitter, and it's people singing karaoke while Steve-O puts their hands in boxes that have, like, snakes in them and freak them out. So this woman was, like, singing Carrie Underwood's Before He Cheats and then had to put her hand in a box with a cobra, and then she just started freaking out, then put her head inside of a box with birds, and then now now he's got her mentally, so he just put her hand in a box with a teddy bear in it, and she's just freaking out while trying to sing this song and I know it's morbid and I know it shouldn't give me as much pleasure as it does but god it's really good and I know it's a one note show so I would probably get bored of it after watching like one episode but I just enjoyed it so much for what it was (laughs) so I'm very grateful for that and I'm grateful for dumb unique ideas still getting the green light in Hollywood because that means I still have a chance I still got a chance baby now what did I do today that's awesome and today I recorded some really great wrestling commentary with Blake. Like, the beginning of it was us, you know, doing our normal BS gig back and forth, but as it went on, me and him slowly evolved into, like, a legitimate commentary team, because for JXT, it's just us, so we try to keep it a little bit more light, like you're hanging with two guys just watching wrestling, but as it went on, we realized, like, no, this this is good, this needs a legitimate commentary team, and we did it, like, going back and forth, and it's hopefully going to turn out amazing. I can't wait for you guys to see it if you're into the wrestling stuff. That was one thing I did that's awesome. Also, I don't know if I'm going to use it or not, but I ended up making new album art for me again, because the album art we currently have, which is kind of like the green bricks on the background with the, or no, pink bricks with like this green text, that was made very, very quickly. That was made with one goal in mind, which is to make something unlike any of the other stuff on the network. But then I also realized, oh, that means it doesn't look like it fits in the network. It, it also looks like it was hastily thrown together, which it was. So today I ended up making something a little bit more on brand with, you know, the merch we've released and all of that stuff. So I, if, if, if you guys are listening on iTunes, it may have a brand new logo. You guys can check that out. Uh, I ended up using the font that I use for all the merch. I put the logo I made for me again in the background. It ended up looking really, really sweet. I, I don't know if I'm going to use it or not. I've sent it to my uh, my review team, a.k.a. my mom, to see what she thinks. And who knows? It might become our new album art. 
Now, what did I do that's not awesome? And one is the stuff that happened because I was sick. It was the sleeping in really late. It was the not spending as much time with my family as I wanted to. And it also, it led to not arguments, but like being on a different level. Me and Emily seem to be on a different level than each other lately. And I don't like that. I, I want us to get back on the same level. But I think it is because both of us have been sick. And so both of us have wanted the other to take care of them. And yeah, we can't do that because we're sick. So it, it, it's put us in a weird place and hopefully that's going to get better this week. I can't, I, I pray for it to get better. Uh, so that's one thing. But the main thing I did that wasn't awesome is I think I drank spoiled milk. Um, and it may explain why I'm sick to my stomach even right now, but when you mix milk with like a protein shake, you can't taste if it's like soured and it might not be all the way nasty sour, like not all the way separated, but I took a few sips and it was enough for me to be like, this ain't right. <laughs> something's going wrong here. I don't know what it is, but something's wrong with this milk. Like I had to sit down and, uh, when I was editing me again earlier, like I, I was legit like sweating, sweating bullets and like about to pass out because I was that sick. So I think I might've drank some sour milk and made myself real sick because even though I thought it was sour, I finished the whole thing because I'm like, I need the protein. I'm on a new diet. Oh, by the way, I started my diet today. And so that meant later in the night when I started getting hungry, I didn't reach for a pretzel. I didn't reach for anything. I instead opted to eat uh, like scrambled eggs. I made some scrambled eggs. I actually took time to cook for myself tonight. And I guess that's one of the things I did today to help myself. I guess it was the main thing I did today to help myself really was keep on my diet no matter what happened. Like drink the protein shakes, eat the rice, make the scrambled eggs, live your bliss. And I did today and it's, it wasn't difficult. And that makes me really excited that, oh, I can do this without having to worry about the addictions and about any of that coming into play. Because there were moments where I was like, it would be really nice to go get a burger or really nice to eat a big old bag of pretzels. But I, it didn't it didn't mess with me as much as like cigarette addiction did or anything like that. And even like drinking whiskey, like I've done that almost every single day for a while now didn't want to at all throughout the entire day. So that's really how I helped myself today was by allowing myself not to give in to my addictions and just to let things go. And it turned out a lot easier than I thought it did. So, or I thought it would, I'm sorry, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to move forward with this project. I'm excited to keep working out, keep getting better. Cause tomorrow is when it's going to get a little bit tougher. Cause tomorrow's when I stop biking and I start doing yoga and I chose the hardest option on the DDP yoga app. I chose like the most difficult one, which means my ass may be thoroughly kicked when I come back to talk tomorrow. But until then, I'm going to go inside, get some rest and get prepared to go kick some yoga ass when I see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again, and I had a good, good day, which sucks because, spoiler alert, one of the things that I did today that wasn't awesome, I'll just tell you right now, is the fact that I almost let my depression dictate what kind of day I had. So today I had to take a very methodical, slow look at my day and kind of like rate things and be like, wait, was it a good day? Was it a bad day? Because my depression, it was just, had, had me convinced like, no, this was just an average day. It might have been a good day if something had went right. Then I just went like, nope, screw you. It was a good day. I got to spend a lot of time with Ripley, then hang out with Emily for a very long amount of time uh, until she got sick, which sucked. And then I came home and worked and got to record Deviant with Blake, which I'm sorry. I love recording Deviant because... You know, I went to college for four years to be an actor, and I rarely get to, like, go ham on the acting. Like, when I do the wrestling stuff, it's usually, like, almost tongue-in-cheek. But with Deviant, when I record it, I actually really get to jump into those characters. And it makes me really excited. And it's a really good day anytime I get to return to that universe. Um, but now let's just get into the four pillars of awesomeness because it was a good day, but it wasn't a particularly long day. It all went by really, really fast. And number one, what am I grateful for today? Today, I am grateful 
for the Kingsman movies. Uh, I did not realize that I could watch them on the FX app, but apparently you can if you have like a cable subscription or whatever. So we sat down and watched uh, The Golden Circle, the second Kingsman movie. And I remember the first time I watched uh, the original Kingsman, The Secret Service. I remember the first time I watched that and I just went like, this is, a, like, if I made a movie, this would be it. Like, uh, it's happened numerous times. I think I have the same feeling with, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, where it meshed with my humor and my writing style so well that I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I, I can't get enough of it. And then when the sequel came out, it was just, it was so great. And not only that, like, apparently they made exclusive whiskey based on the second Kingsman movie, like the Statesman, which was the whiskey company that is basically like the American version of the Kingsman. Spoiler alert. I I don't even know if that's a spoiler. Apparently Old Forrester made a whiskey based off of that. And then there was I think it was Brooklodic is a scotch company and they made a, um, they made a scotch based off Kingsman. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. And it's just such ridiculous, goofy fun with just enough sentimentality in it to keep you coming back. It's got great action. It's got great comedy. It's, if you want a great movie experience, go watch a Kingsman film because it's, it's a film that my favorite kind of films are films that if done like, like if you took one step too far, it would be an absolutely terrible movie and Kingsman and Pacific Rim. Those are those kind of movies where it's so ridiculous and so over the top that you need like an expert to make it good. And they've got experts working on them. So that is what I am grateful for today. Now, what did I do today? That's awesome. And today I just got to hang out with my baby so much, y'all. And Ripley was excited. She was up. She was ready. She was having it. Club could not even handle her right now. Like, I was watching The Kingsman, and I was trying to get Emily to take Ripley because Ripley was literally just beating the crap out of me. And, like, in the moment it was a little annoying, but looking back it was so fun just, like, getting to see her jump up and down and smile and be excited and, like... She's slowly learning how to high-five, and I'm very happy about that. You know that's going to get me pumped in the future is to be able to high-five a baby. It was just a really great day with Ripley. She never really was too crazy, never went too screamy, and she was just having so much fun and wanted to play the whole day, and I was like, I will more than oblige you. (laughs) And it wasn't like last week. It wasn't like last week where, you know, I was too busy focused on hay bales. This week I was actually there and actually focused and just said, you know what, I'm not going to write today because I want to play with the baby and I want to spend time with her. And it's just... It really does motivate me, stuff like that, to start kicking more and more ass with podcasting and trying my best to branch out and finding new ways to make money off of this so I can spend more time with them because that is something I really want more than anything in the world right now. Like, Because here's the deal, and I think I've had to tell Emily this in the past. I don't think there's a job available for me in this town that would not make me go into a depressive hole if I didn't have something to balance it out, which in this case is podcasting. And so that is why I am trying my best to get into the world of podcasting because I want a job that won't make me just be filled with dread every time I have to go in. And I don't I don't foresee many of those jobs existing around old Oxford, Alabama. Um, so, yeah, want to spend more time with my family. Got to spend some time with them today. Watched Kingsman, hung out with a baby, and sat with a very sick, sick woman, which does lead me into the thing I did that wasn't awesome, which in addition to letting my depression kind of take over for a little bit there, the other thing I did that wasn't awesome was I didn't have sympathy when I should have. And it was... It was stupid because in my head it was justified because whatever stomach bug I've had over the past few days, Emily's now got, so she caught it from me. And instead of having sympathy and being like, oh, baby, I'm sorry, let me get you some Toms, let me take care of you, what do you need me to do? Instead, I was just like, yeah, you remember when you were yelling at me the other day about being lazy and not wanting to stand up? This is what I was going through. This is what I was dealing with. And I just went down that, I decided to go down that route instead of the sympathetic route, which I guess in my head was kind of like, I don't know, it was kind of like, you know, 
being a little attack animal <laughs> and getting retaliation after everything that had happened. And But that's not how I should have handled it. I should have just been like, hey, this is how I felt, so I know it sucks. I should have used that to generate sympathy. Instead, I used it to generate basically the opposite of a, 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 a lethargic apathy towards it and that was not how I should have handled it I should have known that she feels like crap because I felt like crap the past two, few days too so but I didn't so now I'm gonna try to make up up to her however I can I, I don't even know how I can at this point because I don't know the next time I'll get to see her for a long time like like more than two three hours I think I think this weekend I'm off so I should be able to then. That's the once again going back to it. This is why I do as much crazy stuff as I do is trying my best to get a dedicated schedule where I can spend time with them, do my podcasting stuff, and just live the life I want to live. Um, but now, finally, what did I do today to help myself? And today, I lived life like 2015 Scotty Moore did. Because 2015 Scotty Moore logged all of his meals, he counted his macros, made sure he got enough protein, made sure he got enough carbs, made sure everything was evened out. He worked out when it was time to work out. He drank the protein, he was looking jacked, he felt healthy, and he felt happy. That's a lie. I was still depressed back then too. But even then, I, I feel like now that I've got future Scotty insight combined with the health of past Scotty, I should end up relatively well. But yeah, man, I stuck to my diet today, and even if I... Well, I mean, I guess I did, because I'm doing the if-it-fits-your-macros diet, which essentially is where you measure how many carbs, fats, and protein you get in and try your best to stay within those parameters you set for yourself. So right now I'm at 30, 30% carbs, 30% fat, 40% protein just to help build muscle. And yeah, man, I'm excited to get back on this health train, even if it is for a dumb documentary. I think it's enough that after the six months, I'm just going to stick with it. I can only pray. After the six months are up, I'm just going to be like, well, this is just what I do now. This is just part of my routine. I'm going to stick with it. And so that's really my, I'm, I'm trying to game the system here. I'm trying to game the system into getting me healthier by just tricking my brain into saying, no, it's just for a documentary. You're good. Meanwhile, wha-pa, sneaking in a healthy lifestyle. <laughs> but yeah, for now, I'm going to go inside, uh, probably drink a protein shake and get some rest. And I will see you guys tomorrow hey everybody it's me again and i had another really good day which is good but also kind of a bad thing because it's dry month right so i stopped drinking whiskey and I, almost immediately there's an immediate up spike in how happy i am every day and yo i like whiskey a lot but and I have like 15 bottles of it at my house from like gifts and from buying stuff for myself. So it kind of sucks to be like, hey, all this stuff you put that money in, it's not really making you as happy as you thought it was. Like it's a good once in a while activity, but don't go as hard as you were. So that kind of sucks, but I'm happy. So at least that matters. And I do feel better because yeah, it was a good day. I slept in quite a bit, but still got in the yoga, still got in the healthy dieting, didn't really give in anywhere to any temptations, which sucked because today was the first day since I started my diet that I went back to work. And when I walked over to the department where I would always like try food and help sample stuff, I was like, oh no, I can't. I can't eat any of this anymore. What am I supposed to do here? So did that, came home, recorded, and now I'm here. So let's just talk about the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for today? And today, I'm grateful for problems. And I know that sounds weird, but I, I really do believe that, like, problems are never going to go away in life. You just want to lead a life where the problems you get are the problems you want. And today I had a lot of problems that I wanted. I had the problem of having to figure out what my speech was going to be for podcast movement. And I worked on that. The problem of, you know, what are, what's each episode of that, uh, the DDP series I want to do, what's it going to be? What's it going to entail? And figuring all that out, even, um, not having vape juice as an issue became something I could solve as a problem and that's actually what I did today that's awesome is I made some more vape juice uh, I know I haven't talked about it for a few weeks mostly because the first batch I made was 
it was all right. It just wasn't anything spectacular. Like, I want to make stuff on par with what I can get at a vape shop. And I didn't do that, so I was like, oh, I'm bad at this, so I shouldn't do it ever again. But today I was like, well, I don't have any options. I might as well push through and just do it. And so I did it, and I made this really awesome, almost like sour gummy worm menthol vape. And then one that's going to hopefully end up being kind of like a cinnamon with a hint of banana. But right now it just tastes purely like banana. Um, Yeah, it just turned out really, really well. And then I redid my vape, like the coil and everything, to make sure everything tasted perfect. And... It was just a really good night of getting stuff done that, you know, I haven't done in a while. I like making vape juice, mostly because it makes me feel like a big fancy scientist. And so I got to do that tonight. It was really, really fun solving all these problems throughout the entire day because, like, I don't know, man. I want to live a life that's full of problems, but I want to make sure they're problems that I want. I want to make sure problems that I want and that problems that are fun to solve, which is, um, I know it sounds nerdy. That's why I've always loved math because math is nothing but a bunch of problems, but problems that are at least in my opinion, fun to solve. I, I love solving problems. It's just a matter of finding the right ones. And I found some good, good problems today to work on. Now, what did I do that's not awesome? And it's a problem I've had in the past. I really was not present while recording tonight. Tonight we did Fight Boys. We were down a man. We had lost Blake. It was already a rough week of wrestling. And that's the moment where me as a host need to jump in and say, okay, we don't have a lot to talk about, so let's focus on what we can and try to bring the energy. That way I can kind of... Because Dylan records late at night, so Dylan's always really kind of sleepy. And Dylan was extremely sleepy tonight. And I was like, oh, I got to do something to try to wake him up. But I I couldn't. Nothing really was sparking interest. And it was kind of... It wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad show. It was just a matter of... It was just a show, and it definitely wasn't as good as our last one. And you're only as good as your last show, and so I got to make sure to kick ass on next week's. So this one only lasts for a little bit. But yeah, I I didn't like not being present. I didn't like not having confidence in what I was doing, which is kind of how I felt throughout the whole thing. And it's weird doing that show for, you know, two plus years at this point and still having these days where. I'm not confident in what I'm saying or not confident in how the show is going, but it happens. It still happens every once in a while. I'm sure when we get to episode 500 of Fight Boys, I'm still going to be like, uh, I don't know, guys. I don't know if this one's going to work. So that's what wasn't awesome. Now, finally, how did I help myself today? And like I said last week, I might get repetitive because I want to tell you guys the number one thing I did to help myself today. And like I said earlier... It was just still doing the yoga, and it was still doing the dieting, and it was still abstaining from unhealthy foods and whiskey and just letting letting my day go as it does. It ended up making my day a whole hell of a lot better, and I I just want to bring this every single day just so I can reiterate to myself, hey – you're doing the right thing. Don't stop. I know you'll want a pizza one of these days, but don't do it because what you're doing right now is working. And so that's really how I helped myself today. Also, I ended up buying a subscription for the DDP Yoga app. So now it's weird. I didn't realize how much was like blocked because I had a trial of the DDP yoga app. And so I had little trial samples of each of the workouts. I thought that meant, oh, I've got like a shorter or at least, you know, a more subdued version of the workout, not the whole workout. I didn't realize that meant only like two to three minutes of a workout, one minute of which is DDP introducing his team. So that's when I was like, oh, uh uh-oh, I definitely need to get the app. Like one of them was legitimately, hey, go down to... Uh, do cat and cow, which is, you know, where you stretch out your back and then do some crunches. And then that was it. That was the whole thing. And that's when I went, okay, I probably need to buy the whole thing. But I did, I, like I said in the past, I've done DDP yoga before, so I'm fairly experienced with it, at least the old version that I used to have on a DVD. So I'm really interested to see how this new one is. And because tomorrow I'm going to start the actual new plan with full workouts. And, you know, it's been real easy for me. I don't think it's going to be real easy for me tomorrow because now I'm going to actually have a full video to kick my ass. But that's how I helped myself today. I'm telling you, y'all, 
self-help is boring. <laughs> That's the thing I'm kind of learning about this show, unfortunately. Self-help is boring because it's repetitive. It's a matter of looking at yourself and being like, hey, ultimate happiness and ultimate joy in making your days feel better, it's not going to be doing a new crazy thing every day or doing a new wild adventure. It's just being consistent. It's constantly working at it. It's every day waking up, putting in the work, doing your yoga, doing your meditations, doing it all, doing a lot of the same thing every day, which doesn't sound fun. It kind of sounds a little bit boring, but, you know... That's self-help. That's taking care of yourself. It's not going to be the most exciting thing every single week. And this week, my self-help journey is, hey, Scotty, you're going to do a lot of yoga and you're going to do a lot of healthy eating and that's it. And I don't know. I feel like I'm going to have to get comfortable with that. So I'm now pulling up to the house. I'm nice and relaxed. I can't wait to work out tomorrow and kick some ass. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again. Dang it, another really good day. It sucks. (laughs) I don't want to think that whiskey had that bad of an impact on me, but I mean, I had a good day. I mean, I had a lot of addictive stuff come up. Like, I, I really wanted to have some whiskey tonight, but I fought past it. I feel like it does get... I don't want to say it gets easier because it kind of fluctuates. Like, even... In college, I don't know if I ever talked about this. In college, I was straight edge. But even after like three years of not smoking or drinking or doing anything, I would still like go into, still go into places and be like, I wouldn't mind a cigarette right now. That would be really good. So I know addiction's always going to be there a little bit in the back of my head, but I do feel like it gets a little bit easier as it goes on. And, you know, a couple of days ago, if I, I would have been freaking out about this, like, no, I need the whiskey. I need some whiskey. I, I, I need to eat unhealthy. I need that. But now it's kind of easy. I'm just like, yeah, I know I want the whiskey, but it's OK. I'd much rather do my thing first and then have my whiskey to reward myself after the fact. So that's how today went. But it was a really good day. Spent a lot of time hanging out with the baby, then some time hanging out with my family, which was even and I mean my mom and dad not Emily and Ripley which does suck like that was that was straight up one of the things I did that wasn't awesome today if we're just going to spoil that was the fact that I had to go to the office early I had to go to the office like as soon as Emily got home I mean I spent a little bit of time with them but like I, I had to go to the office really quickly because I had to work on the podcast movement speech I had to work on the DDP documentary, which ended up getting nothing done on because I had to watch wrestling instead. Although DDP was on wrestling, so it did feel like a little bit like research. But yeah, it, it was a good day, and they recorded a lot of stuff, and I was present for it. In fact, when I recorded Opposite Attractions, I don't know what, something took over me. Like, the improv gods took over me. It was like, we'll take care of this, Scotty. We'll help you make a Seinfeld roller coaster. <laughs> oh, yeah, so it was a great night. So now let's get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for? And it's two things, and they, but they go hand in hand. The first one is the feeling when you're searching through the kitchen for something to eat and you find your favorite food and you didn't realize it was there. Like they had bought it not thinking about it. Like Emily bought it. And that favorite food was Parmesan cheese. Y'all, I love Parmesan cheese more than anything in this world. When I was a kid, I would just destroy pizza with Parmesan cheese. I'm one of the guys who, like, at Olive Garden, when they say, hey, just tell me when to stop, I don't tell them to stop. And if you leave a mount of cheese on my plate, you'll get a very big tip. But, man, I just love Parmesan cheese. And my favorite is now that I'm, like, working out and paying attention to macros, Parmesan cheese is like one of the most high-protein cheeses. So I'm like, oh, yeah, even when I'm supposed to be healthy, it's good. It's got the teen, the teen that I crave. So, and I'm legitimately about to go home and eat some Parmesan cheese on tortillas. Like That's that's where I'm at right now. Um, so, yeah, I'm really grateful for, like, discovering. It used to be really bad when my dad, when I lived with my parents, because my dad would just buy Parmesan cheese for me and crackers because I love Parmesan cheese on saltine crackers is not everyone's cup of tea, probably not 99% of the world's cup of tea, but it's my cup of tea. And he'll surprise me by buying it. I'm like, Dad, I'm trying to be healthy. I can't eat a full plate of saltines and a mountain of cheese. He goes, well, I just wanted to 
get you something. So that's one of my favorite feelings in the world is surprise food that I like. Now, what did I do today that's awesome? And like I said earlier, I finally started actually writing out the words I want to say for my podcast movement speech. Like, I was going to write, like, make the PowerPoint, then at some point I realized, like, wait, if I don't have a script, how am I supposed to know what I'm PowerPointing to? So, started writing the script, and guys, it scared me beyond all belief. More than any line I've ever written in a book this has terrified me even more. and But it's weird because I'm not getting that much writer's block from it. Once I, like I said in the past, once I turn on the faucet, the water starts running and I kept getting ideas for like, oh, I need to say this here and I need to put this example here and I need to have this be some audience interaction points and stuff like that because this is something I've never done before. Uh, so much so that I freaked out when I tried to make a PowerPoint. No lie. I haven't made one since I was in like, elementary school probably <laughs> and so I was just staring like how do I do what do I do how do PowerPoint what why why do what's what's the most appropriate theme to use for this PowerPoint so I froze on that and then that's when I realized write the speech the PowerPoint will come and yeah I ended up writing uh, the first half of the speech and I was freaked out like there's no way this is going to fill 25 minutes. By the end of it, after reading it, I realized like, oh no, I'm going to have to edit because I'll go over because I have that much to say about pro wrestling and social media. So I'm really excited for it to happen. I'm kind of freaking out because like I'm also doing a dumb thing where every day I invite The Rock to Disney World. And at the end of it, I put a countdown to how long until I go to L.A., yeah, that's also a countdown to how long until I have to have this speech prepared. And that number's just dwindling, and it's freaking me out a little bit every day. But I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Now, what did I do that's not awesome? And like I said, today wasn't a bunch of serious not awesome things. The only thing I can really point out is that I definitely went over on my caloric intake because... I found cheese. <laughs> no lie. Like, I, I was like, I was making eggs, and I was going to make an egg sandwich. We didn't have bread, so I couldn't make an egg sandwich. So then I went, okay, I don't have bread. I'll just make eggs, and I'll put cheese in it, and that'll put some fat, and then I'll eat rice later. Never ate the rice because I ate too much cheese. <laughs> I ate too much cheese, and so therefore my fitness pal then said, you're not allowed to eat the rice, you're not allowed to eat anything else. Um, but then I did a little bit of like walking around to up my caloric intake, because that's what's cool, my Fitbit connects with it, and it's like, you've walked enough, you've earned some tortillas. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's really what I did that wasn't awesome, because like... I'm still trying to get back to understanding things and understanding how things work with my fitness pal. Because back in the day, I used to straight up be like, oh, this has a little bit too much fat. Lower the amount of egg that you eat today. This has too much protein. Uh, take away one of your daily protein shakes. This has too much carbs. Uh, half your rice or whatever, you know? And so I'm not, I don't have that anymore. And I don't have any understanding that half a cup of cheese is a lot of cheese to put in three eggs. So really, that's that's all I did that wasn't awesome today was I had too much cheese on my eggs. And I'm about to go have more cheese right now. Now finally, what did I do today to help myself? And today that was just spending some good time with my family, doing the stuff I like. Like me, mom, and dad just watching AEW wrestling, commenting if we're like, oh, no, she's new, but she's kind of bad, or this person's awesome, or oh, I love this person, this match is going to be amazing, and just hanging out with them and enjoying TV. Like I love hanging out with my parents, and I don't get to do it a lot because I'm really busy a lot of the time, but I do like hanging out with them because they cool. They cool folk. Like there was, um, it, it was last weekend where I was off all weekend I asked dad like hey can we go to Gatlinburg because that's one of our places and he like he goes well don't you guys have CJ and I was straight up like oh I wasn't even planning on taking anybody but us I was planning on being me you mom and dad <laughs> but uh, of course I I have a family so I can't do that as often as I would like to now but yeah um that's what I did today I hung out with my family and like I said uh, when Emily got home I ended up spending like an hour with her and me and her got to talking and it was great and I, I've realized something and it's this is one of my philosophies about making a marriage and a relationship work and it's straight up the fact that you can't hold on to anger and you can't hold on to rage and like 
but also you can't unleash it, if that makes sense. So, like, the past few days, me and Emily have been kind of, I don't want to say pretending, but pretending what a relationship needs to be. Say we love each other, say stuff like this, go back and forth. Our relationship's not that, and that's not the kind of people we are. We're the kind of people who will just be like, hey, no, screw you. Hey, no, go and go back and forth and yell. And that's how a rela- that's how it works for us is a matter of like, if you let the anger and any resentment sit inside, it's going to fester and become bad. If you let it all out at once, it then becomes bad because you upset the other person. But if you let it out in like small trickles in like a comedic manner makes you feel so much better like today i was just staring at emily like i could fight you right now and you wouldn't win (laughs) and me and her just started going back and forth on something like that and just like i had to get out because we've had a rough few days i mean i've talked about it on the show i had to let it out little by little because and this is something i tell emily all the time because she's bad at expressing emotion i'm like your emotions are like a a dam. They're dammed up. You have to put a spigot of water, like a spigot on the front, let a little bit out at the time. Otherwise, the dam's going to overflow and you're going to go crazy. And that's how I am in life. Like, a lot of stuff makes me angry and a lot of stuff makes me upset. And if I let it fester, it ends up bad. But if I let it out in small little bursts, whether that be through, like, a comedic rant or me just straight up just be like, yo, you suck. It makes me feel better. So that's that's my approach. It might not work for everybody, but it works for me. Um, let me know how you guys deal with relationships, because I might be doing this wrong. I don't know. But for now, I'm going to go inside, eat some cheese, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's a turkey three good days in a row. Actually, it might be more than that. It might have been four really, really good days in a row. But I did have another very, very good day. I did a lot of very fun yoga. I got a lot of really good creative stuff done. Went to work and something happened we'll talk about later. But it is going to lead to good things in the future. And then ended up finishing some stuff that we'll talk about when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for today? And today... I'm just really grateful for my voice actors for Deviant. Like, I asked them to bring it this episode, specifically Stephanie. I was like, hey, yo, this is when your character finally opens up. You gotta bring it. And she brought it, like, hard, y'all. Like, I, it's fantastic. The episode should already be up by the time this comes out. So make sure to listen to the latest episode of Deviant and just hear how great it is. This might be my favorite episode we've ever released. So that's one thing. And I'm also grateful for yoga because today I finally did like actual DDP yoga. Yesterday was going to be a rest day. I'm going four on, three off. So I every Monday, Tuesday I do yoga and then every Thursday, Friday. So I took yesterday off. Today I finally did a full thing of yoga and it was awesome. Like it was just challenging enough but not so much that it was discouraging. Like at one point I remember looking down and almost laughing and just being like I can actually I can actually do this. I can do this. I can actually I'm going to actually succeed. And it made me really really excited because I I ended up filming some like the beginning of the documentary tonight and the ending of the first episode which we'll get into in a minute. But I uh, man I'm really excited about this project. It's going to turn out really, really good, I think. Now, what did I do today that's awesome? And I've already kind of spoiled it, but I don't know what part of my brain does creative stuff, but y'all, it was on overload today. Like, so many amazing things happened. Like I said, I made an amazing episode of Deviant. I did a really great job with, like, I ended up editing the end of the first episode and what it's going to be, and it ended up looking really cool. Like, this is the first time I've ever worked with, like, a multi-cam setup, so I've got my webcam recording, my iPhone recording, and it ended up looking really, really cool kind of like 90s MTV where there's like the main person getting interviewed then a black and white camera looking at him from the side and that's going to turn out really awesome also got done I did some stuff with Fight Boys Um, the only thing I wish I could have gotten into was actually writing the next episode of Deviant because yep the, the next episode comes out on Sunday so I probably need to have 
at least some idea of what the, next, the, the episode five is going to be, but still, I, I now at least know where I'm going. Like, there's a big cliffhanger that happens at the end of the, the fourth episode that I think I'm going to like lead in with the fifth one with and it's gonna be really really cool so that's what I did today that's awesome is I just ended up going on a creative high all day it made me really excited there were points where I was afraid of like is this manic like manic of the manic depressive is this the manic part and I went to one of my friends and she was like no I think it's just you did yoga and you feel really good and I'm like that's probably what it is actually now, what did I do that's not awesome today? And it's get fired. And <laughs> it feels weird to say that with a smile on my face because it is a very crappy situation to be fired. Like I said, I had a contingency plan in place. Like, luckily, that Batman-esque planning of mine came into play. It's just a matter of I thought it was going to happen in March and it's going to happen in January. They're giving me two weeks, though. They're going to give me, like, allow it to be basically like I put in a two-week notice, but they're like, no, but after that, you're out. And it sucked. I did as much as I could to, like... I Here's the thing. I don't know if it was denial or not is the weird thing, or if I had just planned so much that it didn't phase me. But I remember seeing, like, my boss go, hey, we have to go to the office, which is the place where I went last time where they said, hey, sell this amount of stuff or you'll be fired, fired, which I did. And then they were like, yes, but you didn't do it in December, and we need consistency. And I'm like, it was one month! It was a bad month! And they're like, we, we don't care, you're out. And I'm like, you know what? It's understandable, I get it. Um, so, yeah, got fired, they took me into the office, and I was immediately just gushing about how cool the office is, because it was the, like, main manager's office that I've never been into before, so I was like, this is amazing! And he had, for some reason, those... Have you guys seen those, like, guns that shoot salt to kill bugs with? He had one of those for some reason, and he was like, yeah, those are having to get sent back. It was legal issues, and I was like, it was filled with pepper, wasn't it? Not a single laugh from the entire gallery. I was like, guys, I get it. I know I'm getting fired. Y'all can laugh, <laughs> but not a single laugh from him. My, my actual manager, she seemed a little bit distraught. She was like, I'm sorry, I tried to warn you, and I'm like... No, I, I figured, like, I figured this was happening. I had already come up with my Batman contingency plans. And that's actually what I did today that was awesome, was figure out something. And what I figured out is the fact that uh, Emily is being very gracious to me with our tax return saying you can have half, which I only make like a third of what she makes. No, I make half of what she makes, so I make a third of our income. So I was like, I'll take a third of it, you take two-thirds of it. Then this happened, and I was like, can I have half? She goes, yeah. And I realized with that half of money, I can literally afford to go on for six months without a job. Which, if you guys are remembering, if the class has been taking notes, the documentary I'm doing is over six months. It is a life-changing doc. It's a documentary about changing your life, about owning your life. And that was the moment I went like, this is a blessing in disguise. It's six months for me to work as hard as I can on podcasting and on the BS network and on growing this to become the greatest thing that it can possibly become. And it made me really excited because now that documentary shifted from being like this funny, playful documentary about Scotty losing weight to kick DDP's ass to being a legitimate, yo, this is it. This is the six months uh, of growth and of becoming the person that I've always wanted to become, becoming that person who's a full-time podcaster, that person who works from home, that person who gets to see his family all the time. That's what this next six months is now going to be becoming. And I just have to hit the ground running and I've got to start kicking ass because, I mean, what was weird was all of the stuff that I could still do after budgeting it out. Like, I, I talked to the Fight Boys and was like, hey, guys, I can afford no WrestleMania tickets. Like, no, none of the shows, none of it. And they're like, 
that's cool. We got plane tickets and we got a car. You don't have to worry about the hotel. Just let us buy tickets and you'll be fine. So I can still do WrestleMania weekend. I can still do LA. I can still do our Disneyland tri- or Disney World trip. Pardon me. I mean, so many, st- all the cool stuff can still happen even working off of this very, very insanely limited budget. And it makes me really excited. Um, these next six months, are gonna be buck wild, y'all. This is gonna be a six months to remember. And I cannot wait to get into it. I can't wait to just kick ass, take all the names, kick DDP's ass. Like I said, it's been a really great few days, so much so that even getting fired couldn't bring me down. So I don't know. I'm excited. Don't want anything to ruin it. So I'm just going to go inside right now and get some rest because I worked entirely too late. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again. And we finally had a neutral day. After so many days of climbing that peak, we finally had a neutral day. And honestly, I'm kind of grateful for the neutral day because... It kind of scares you, right? It it scares you to see that climbing higher and higher, like the feeling good barometer getting higher and higher because like at some point it's going to fall and as as I see the peak climb, that means the fall would be harder as as I get higher and higher up on my little happiness chart. But yeah, it it was a neutral day. I feel like it would have been... A, a pretty good day if it wasn't for a the fact that I had to go to work and um, after being told I was fired yesterday you still have to work out those two weeks and so that was a weird experience also they're apparently fire trying to get rid of a lot of people including one of my close friends and you know me I, I had a backup plan she didn't and she was very upset and I'm like I I would fight for you for this um, also because I had a headache and not like a splitting headache like I had one of those headaches that's like like it's in the back of my head but it's mostly just making it hard to think like it took me an entirely way too long to uh, think about what I wanted to talk about in this segment and I think it's because I wore different glasses today I wore my old glasses that I haven't worn in a while so my eyes aren't used to them it was a It was a bad feeling, and I'm still getting it. I can't wait to get home, take them off, and go to bed. So now let's just get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for today? Today, I am grateful for my in-laws because they finally gave me my birthday present today. And here's the thing. They know I have depression. They know I've got a lot of anxiety. And they're trying to help with that in their own special way, and I appreciate that. But they also get a little bit of snake oil every once in a while, like the lights that help you with anxiety and stuff like that. And I know there's some science to the lights. It's just not something I can incorporate. They also got me like this bomb that you rub under your nose that has like St. John's wort and stuff like that. And I know that kind of works, but I also think it's a little bit snake oily. But then they also got me a weighted blanket and y'all, oh, can't wait to get home and use that thing. Weighted blankets are the bomb. A dot com. It's like you're sleeping under a hug. And I'm like, I, not only is this going to help my anxiety, it's going to help my sleep game. Because I love weighted blankets, man. I, I need to find my headphones. I don't know where they went. I need to find my headphones. But those combined with a weighted blanket and your boys going to be sleeping good tonight. Um, which kind of sucks because I have to be up early for work. But yeah, I, I'm grateful. They... They've got a few stinkers, and I mean that with all the love in the world of stuff that would help depression if I used it, but I don't. Um, But they finally landed on something that I'm definitely going to use, and it's a weighted blanket, and I'm super excited to go go use it. And I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, y'all. Now, what did I do that's awesome today? And it's actually a secondary thing I'm grateful for, and it's the Millennial Nerds Podcast. It's a show hosted by my buddy Scott. I met him back at Podcast Movement last year, and I, it was probably the best experience I've ever had being interviewed on a show before. And that's not a diss to the other shows I've done, because the other shows are a little bit more... Uh, polished, I'll say. And Scott's still, you know, starting out. He's still kind of getting his foot, footing when it comes to interviews. But also, I don't like polished interviews. I don't like... I like. I prefer interviews where it just feels like me and the other guy are just 
talking, not me answering a bunch of questions. And that's what it felt like. It felt like us just chatting about wrestling, then chatting about shows, and just going off on how I came up with stuff. And it didn't feel like me presenting. It felt like me talking to him back and forth. And I feel like it's going to really really be a great episode. It's actually the first episode of the relaunch of his show because he had the show last year and then there were some issues so he had to take it off the air for a few and now he's bringing it back at the beginning of February and he decided to make me the first guest which I was very grateful for and it was a really great time like um, it was unlike any interview I'd ever done before like there were moments where we just stopped and started talking about wrestling in the middle of it and there were moments where we were just goofing about different things that happened at podcast movement and I was like this is what an interview show needs to be like I expressed to him like, at the end, he asked for advice, and I was like, well, for interviewers, I say, make sure to remember that it's still your show, and you need to let your personality come through, and he really does on his show. So, it was a really great time, and I'm excited for the episode to come out. Like, this is the first one of my interviews that I'm actively going to be like, I need to listen to this, because it was a really great time, and I can't wait to hear what he does with it. So, yeah, I think he said it's going to drop at, like, the beginning of February, so subscribe to Millennial Nerds and listen to me on the debut episode of the relaunch. It's going to be a great time. And now that that's self-promotion, actually not even self-promotion, just promotion is over, let's go on to what I did today that's not awesome. And uh, I already went over a few things I did that wasn't awesome, like, um, you know, wear bad glasses that give me headaches. But also, number one, I didn't eat right like I, I I forgot to bring a protein shake with me to work so like when I went on my 15 which is my mini lunch break I didn't have anything to eat so when I got off work I just had to run by Starbucks and luckily I had money on the Starbucks app so I didn't have to spend anything out of pocket and just grab some Starbucks and that's all right that doesn't feel like insanely unhealthy because they kind of make their stuff fresh but actually they probably don't Starbucks employees don't tell me how nasty your food is because I actually really do love like that croissant bacon sandwich but I had to rush and get that instead of like making myself real food so that sucked but I don't particularly care it still fit within my caloric intake it just wasn't it wasn't as healthy as I wanted to be so that's one thing I did that was awesome or not awesome the other thing I did that wasn't awesome is the fact that I doubted myself for just a second. It was just a fleeting moment, but yeah, we're in the six months of of resurrection, the resurrection of old, old hardworking Scotty, jacked Scotty, Scotty that will work until he drops. And um, yeah, during that month, I can't abide any self-doubt. And I had a little bit of it today while I was working out. Because like I said, I started doing DDP yoga yesterday and I had that beautiful moment of like, I can do this, I can do this. Today, I had the exact opposite of like, I can't even remember what it was. I think it was the the workout I did today involved a lot more push-ups than usual and it involved squats, which I am rough at. My hips are like frozen. <laughs> They've been frozen in place. So because of that, I just was like, I don't know if I can do this. And it was just because it got a little too difficult. I didn't think about the fact that, oh, next week it'll be easier and then easier and then easier as that scar tissue develops and then it heals and then gets better and then better and your muscles get bigger and your uh, joints get more flexible. I didn't think about any of that. All I could think was, I can't do this because it's hard. But you know what? Self, I'm going to tell you self, I'm going to tell you something right now. You did it today when it's at its hardest, which means next time it's going to be easier. You, I've done the hardest I can go when it comes to that. So that means it can only get easier from here unless I start wearing like weights or something. I don't know. So I, I've been through the toughest, which means I can keep going. So I'm excited for that. Um, now, finally, what did I do today, today to help myself? And today I basically did my little, not a dream board exactly, but I imagined my life without a day job and what I would do. And I literally went into my Google calendar and figured out like, okay, let's do a 40 hour work week of podcasting. Well, that would involve eight hours on Sunday at the end of the day, eight hours Monday at the end of the day. Like I literally 
pulled out exactly what I would be doing at any hour during the week, including like what I would edit at certain times, what I would record at certain times. And what I also like about it is the fact that we, we've talked in the past, the fact that I struggle when it comes to writing because I always try to get everything else done and then my brain's exhausted so I can't write. Well, to counteract that, basically, I made it to where Monday and Wednesdays are my editing days. Thursdays and Tuesdays are going to be my creation days. Those are the days where I record stuff. Those are the days where I uh, where I write stuff. Those are the days where I focus purely on using my brain power to create as opposed to trying to edit things down. So separating those days out, I think, is going to really help me because it's easy for me to be like, well, I could just get this editing done and then I'll write. But no, this now I'm going to be like, get the writing done. You have no option. That's what you're here to do today. So it's going to be a really fun time. And I cannot wait for these next six months, y'all. It's going to be buck wild. It's going to be insane. And whether I quote unquote win or lose, whether I succeed or fail at this whole becoming a full-time podcaster thing, I know I'm going to be different and I know I'm going to be better and I know I will have grown and I'm really excited for that. But for now, I'm excited to go get underneath a weighted blanket, watch some ASMR and fall asleep. So I'm going to do that and I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again. And I almost had another net neutral day, but then it ended up really good. The la- they had they had me up to the end, and then at the very last minute, something happened that was really great. But we're going to talk about the- that in a minute because other than that, it was you know just a day of work. Um, spent some time with family while on lunch, and then spent some time with family afterwards. And then let's just get in to the four pillars of awesomeness because what am I grateful for today? Connor McGregor's back, baby! The notorious one, one of the best UFC fighters of all time, is back. And I got to watch it tonight. It was something I forgot about, didn't realize was happening, then didn't care about until I actually started watching it and remembered how much I love Conor McGregor. Not just as, like, a UFC fighter, but as a performer and as a guy who, like... When I write promos for myself, for JWF, like, my bad guy character, I pull directly from Conor McGregor. Like, just pull directly from this extremely overconfident, cocky maniac. And he's one of my favorite people to watch all time. And I I know he's not the best human, but I I think he's probably made a few leaps and bounds recently to try to be a good human, like... Uh, the press conference they had before the fight, I watched clips of that, and he was very humble during it. He, he said a lot of good things about Cowboy. And um, also, I forgot his name, so I'm just going to keep calling him Cowboy throughout this whole thing. And then after the fight, like he realized he broke his nose and ran over and hugged Cowboy. He was like, I'm sorry, I had to do what I had to do, but it's all over now. And it was just a really fun fight, a good 40-second brawl, which are my favorite UFC fights. Because, like, before that, Holly Holm had a, <laughs> had a fight, and it went the full three rounds, and it was Garbo. But what got me into UFC was Ronda Rousey and Conor McGregor. It was the people who would come in like cannons and just beat someone down in 40 seconds and have it be over with. And that's probably my favorite part about UFC. So I'm not a, I'm not a big UFC fan compared to like WWE or st- stuff like that. But I like it when it gets close to WWE. And Conor McGregor's the closest thing that they've had to WWE in a very, very long time. So I'm just really happy he's back. Um, I kind of like this character growth for him, where he's now a little bit more humble. He's more grateful for where he's at as a person. I mean, there's still hints of old Connor there. Like, he was screaming about proper 12 whiskey after and stuff like that. But I was still like, he's growing. He's becoming a better person. So, yeah, today I'm grateful for the fact that Connor McGregor is back now, what did I do today that's awesome? Well, I I didn't have an opportunity to do a lot of awesome stuff. The majority of the time I was at work, but I got to spend a lot of time with family. I barely did, like, any work on anything. Like, I, I think the only thing I did was I worked on the documentary. I worked on the intro for the documentary, and it actually ended up 
turning out really funny and really lengthy. I, I've always been wondering, like, is this going to be six ten-minute parts that I could splice together into, like, a full document, like a full full film-length documentary? Is it going to be six 30-minute episodes? And I'm thinking it's going to be, like, 30-minute episodes based on what I've recorded. So, yeah, that turned out well, but I'm mostly just grateful that I got to spend so much time with my family. Like, not just Emily and Ripley, but also with my mom and dad. Like, um, I remember asking her, because she had given my parents Ripley so she could do clean the house and stuff. I remember asking her, like, hey, when you go pick her up, can you just stay there? And she goes, yeah, sure. So we just hung out there and, like, watched clips on YouTube and talked and hung out and planned our Gatlinburg trip because your boy's going to Gatlinburg. I haven't been to Gatlinburg in, I think, last February was the last time we went. Um, that's when we went and got to see all of our peeps, got to hang out. It was a really fun time, and I'm so excited to go back, y'all. I miss Gatlinburg so much, and it's going to be a really, really fun time. Now, what did I do that's not awesome? And uh, today it was... It's weird. It wasn't a day of, like, super not awesome things because I I did stuff that was bad but planned bad stuff. Like, I cheated on my diet, which I had planned. I, I had some Wendy's. It still fit within caloric intake, but it was fast food. So it's, it's hard to argue that. It's hard to argue, well, I, I had two big chicken sandwiches, and that's healthy, right? I'm like, yeah, but it's still fast food. So I ate Wendy's, and that was bad. Also... I broke my dry month because I realized something and I, I, I feel bad because for breaking the dry month because I decided to do a dry week instead. So, and this is weird. This is how much I wanted to drink whiskey while I watched Connor fight was the fact that I went, well, last weekend we stopped drinking at eight and it's about to be nine right now, meaning that it would technically be seven days, wouldn't it? And so I did uh, I did a dry week and I decided in the future instead of trying to do like a dry month I instead would want to do a dry week every month. So every single month I'm going to have one week where I completely abstain from alcohol and so that's how I'm going to really take care of that issue because I also realized something and it's the fact that you guys know in the past I've talked about talked about the fact that I have a high alcohol tolerance. And so it's hard to get me to that good, happy place. Well, today I found out that with, like, the weight loss and the lowered caloric intake, one, one gets me to that happy place. So, um, yeah, I, I had my one beverage, and that was when I was like, okay, now now that I'm losing weight, now that I'm on this diet, I got to think about this a little bit more importantly. Also, I guess I should give my excuse for why I did a dry week instead of a dry month. It's because... I realized that I was like, some of my bottles were halfway empty, and if your bottle gets to like halfway, you need to start, not hammer on the gas, not chug it or whatever, but you need like to get rid of it in about two to three months, and because I like variety and I like drinking a lot of whiskey, uh, like different types of whiskey, I realized that I can't do full-off months because then some whiskey will probably be bad or taste different once I get back to it. So um, how I helped myself, by the way, was A, realizing, oh, I need to be more careful with whiskey on this new diet. It was uh, B, figuring out I want to do dry weeks instead of dry months because I think that'll be more beneficial to me in the long run. And also, the third thing, which is... I made a spreadsheet. <laughs> Is it any shock to you guys at this point that your boy made a spreadsheet? Because I realized, like, oh, I've got a lot of different whiskeys. I've got to make sure, like, I give them each their proper time. I, I try them at the right times and stuff like that. And so I made a spreadsheet of whiskey tastings and put in, um, like, specified dry days. So, like, every Tuesday, every Friday, and every Saturday are going to be dry days for me. Those are going to be days I completely don't drink. I'm going to have one day where I do flights, and those are going to be days where I'm hanging out with my parents, and we'll do, like, 
tastings together essentially and that's that's what those days are going to be and then I'm going to have just like one drink a day on the other day so I went through and was like I want to have Ardbeg on this Monday and I want to have some monkey shoulder that Tuesday and we do the flight on Wednesday and filled in all this stuff and I really like it it helps me a lot in the future of planning like what I'm going to do when I want to do it like how I'm going to control it because like I said, addictive personality, this is something I've got to control. And I feel like having a spreadsheet is going to help me control it to a point where I can go like, okay, this is a dry day, no drinking, but it's okay. Whatever you want to drink, you can drink tomorrow. Or like, oh, um, and, and it's a spreadsheet, so that means it's editable, which means like I, I had originally planned tomorrow to drink um, Ardbeg, I think is what I put on there. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I want to try this mix someone showed me where you mix Buffalo Trace and Eagle Rare, and I want to hear see what that tastes like. So instead, I just edit it, put that in. And I feel like that'll help me in the future if I'm ever on a dry day. Like, oh, I really want to drink something. Oh, okay, just put it in the spreadsheet, change it up, and that's what you drink tomorrow. That's, that's it. But I feel like at the end of the day, it's going to help me control and focus and make this the pleasant experience that I want it to be and not the life-ruining experience it is for some people. So, yeah, whiskey is part of my life, but I need to control it. So I made spreadsheets and theorems. Uh, I was like Charlie in that episode of It's Always Sunny, just like tacking different pictures of whiskey to a board, just like Pepe Sylvia, this old Pepe Sylvia freaking out. Um, But yeah. It's going to be a really, really good time. I had a really great day. The Mac is back, baby. And I will see you next week and also tomorrow. Damn, y'all. It was a really good week. Like, just listening back after editing and hearing, like, each day just getting better and better and better and building to a point where, like... I mean, I felt unstoppable. They were like, hey, you're fired. And I'm like, good, I'm about to go outside and wrestle a bear. No one can stop me. I'm free. Yeah, man, it was great. And I'm I'm really curious about a few things. I'm really curious if it's almost self-fulfilling prophecy of, like, every day. Because, like, you know, a couple weeks ago I had every day was getting worse and worse and worse. And this week every day was getting better and better and better. I'm wondering if knowing that the previous day was good kind of primes your brain and sets you up to have a good day. I'm wondering if like this entire good versus bad day thing is 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 a bad idea or not. Cuz like if I have some really bad days it could prime me to have a really bad week. But uh, I don't know. Also I've updated that spreadsheet, my happiness spreadsheet to also include stuff like um basically it was me worried about like hey, I hope whiskey isn't making me sad. So what I did was I updated it to where if I drank whiskey on a day, I would mark it. I would mark if I drank whiskey, I would mark if I ate unhealthily. I would mark if I did yoga that day. Basically, any of these behaviors I want to track, I put them in. That way I can see if I did something on a day and it was either if the day was good or if the day was bad, if anything like that. And I can notice patterns now. I can notice like, oh, the days where I drink a lot, you know, I have a bad day the following day or I have a good day, stuff like that. So I got really nerdy on that whole spreadsheet and I'm really interested to see the findings on it. But until next week, as always, remember to support this show whether that be by donating to our Patreon, where you get access to four exclusive shows from the BS Network, including me also, the Me Again Sister Show, where I take you guys through some of my favorite self-help topics. We do deep dives on stuff like um, our first episode was on dream boarding. Our next episode is going to be my daily routine, so you guys can see what I do to prime myself to have a really damn good day. And you get shouted out on the show of your choice every single week. So if you want... If you want all of that, you can get it at patreon.com slash a load of BS, and you can get some awesome merch at merch.loadofpurebs.com. I am really proud of the Me Again merch. Like, it turned out amazing, y'all. It's some really, really dope stuff, and the shirts are amazingly comfortable. I've bought merch from a lot of different places, and it's all... It's all sucked. It's always that really grainy t-shirt material. It feels like sandpaper. No, ours, it's like wearing a cloud. And if you want it, you can get it at merch.loadupurebs.com. But of course, until next week, remember to leave us those five stars on iTunes. Tell a friend. 
to check out me again and, of course, send all of your comments, concerns, and advice to me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That is S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. But until next time, don't forget to be awesome, and I won't forget to be me again. <laughs>